welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Let Us Sit. This is your girl, Brittany. This is your girl, Kaylani. And Trophy Selfie's right here. We're all right here. Well, welcome back, everybody. Um, how okay. was your week, well, hold ladies? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I always, every time it is that I do this shit, I always have a, I got some extra shit. Y'all next time, all right, fine. Y'all got to spruce it up. We're not just this, Brittany. It's Kaylani. I always got some extra shit with mine. Okay. Okay. So this is Broadway and Brittany. <laughs> got one. <laughs> <laughs> I put a bra on today, okay. Brittany. Mm-hmm. Okay. No bra. <laughs> what What's you gonna be? What's you gonna be, Kaylani? I'm hot. I'm hot girl. K. I'm hot girl. K. Good there we go. Thank you. Let's bring it back. It's hot, girl. You know. (laughs) We're working on it. We're working on it. All right. Formal life. Formal life. Right. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Go ahead. How How were you guys week, Brittany? You have the floor. Oh, thank yeah. you for the floor. Uh, my weekend was very festive. Um, we put up the tree finally. I refused to put the tree up until Zaddy gave me some more money for decorations. So um, he came up off that kitty and we was able to decorate this year. Um, we actually changed the color of the crema tree. Crema used to be blue and white. Now we, we blooded out. Uh, <laughs> we got a red crema this year. Indeed. And... <laughs> That's such a finish year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to get beat up, but I, I do have a few. I ain't trying to get beat up. But, um, <laughs> and I put my kid on this year to a Motown crema. So he ain't get to hear none of that criminal music this year he got to hear the good old temptations in my mind (laughs) make sure you get some chris brown this christmas in there okay we heard that spot not spotify title title got a bomb ass soul christmas uh playlist so you get to hear lufa you got alicia keys it was Do you know it. how much it is Mariah Carey makes every fucking Christmas then? Oh, she makes the kitte. She has the kitte. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I want to be like her when I All grow right. up. <laughs> oh, you telling? She just be chilling, spending the money the whole year. Once Christmas drag on out, she shit. Nigga. You see, she broke down and she did a song with Ariana Grande and um, uh-huh. Jennifer Hudson. They did something mm-hmm. together. Yeah, I seen that, and they hit the high note together. You see Jennifer Hudson face? She was like, mm, "All right now." God damn. Mm-hmm. Like, don't look at me because I'm not doing that. I'm gonna hit my Jennifer. You're gonna note, do me? Okay? Yeah, do y'all. I'm gonna do me. Okay, so my week was so freaking busy, y'all. Like, honestly, I'm still beat. I'm beat the beat the fuck down, and I still have another productive weekend ahead of me. Um, I've been doing between church, my ministry, makeup, um, going out, still trying to do last minute Christmas shopping, still trying to decorate my house, 
that was kind of like my grown-up Christmas to myself. <laughs> like, all right, let me, let me get everything, make it nice and homey, you know, put that woman's touch, you know, on a spot. And because um, I was like, you know, clothes and everything is so cliche all the time now. But um, this week, y'all, pray for your girl. I'm a essential worker. <laughs> Listen, I almost had to break up a fight. They get their money's worth out you this week? They got their money's worth. They definitely did. Um, yes, I've been out here just trying to survive. I'm a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker. What about you, COVID. Sophie? Hey, Moshe. Ultimately, I can take off when it is that I want to take off. So my, my week's been weekends. So I'm looking at this show like, when the fuck was a weekend? I'm out here. I'm in these streets. I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything it is that I shouldn't be. And I'm over here. But ultimately, you know, till... it's a lot of it's a lot of people it is within this last past week it is that I know that passed away. Let's get twenty twenty up out of here. Like if twenty twenty was a person, we gonna scrap. And that and that's just it. Like we we about to fight. Like I want I want the smoke for twenty twenty. Like, Are you it, it, like blood? right, like fight should be implemented for twenty twenty. Like yo, I want a twenty twenty you. Like it's no yes. <laughs> like let's just move <laughs> let's just move that out fight. Please cut, kick, scratch, bite. All that. All that. All all that. All that. So look, twenty twenty has brought some good out of us this year. And when um when I say good, I mean the versus battle. Who y'all got? Keisha Cole or Shanti? It depends on where good. Keisha Cole got on. If Keisha Cole's got on that that red with the little blonde, leave her alone. It depends what her her hair color. So if she, if she had like a brown and whatever, I'ma leave her alone. That's what it is for me. Did she get that Remy Ma wig with that what that bright orange with dog? the blonde bang? Are you a dog? <laughs> it's at that street. Listen, yeah, I don't want that 2004 way, Keisha. Listen, I don't want that. Once no, it, I want that. I need to come up with that pain. I need to come up with that pain. That I <laughs> want it to be over. That's that. That wig. You yeah, leave Keisha Cole alone. <laughs> but I want it to be over. <laughs> and that's yeah, just it. Yeah, if that's orange, I bitch, I'm I'm going off. If it ain't orange with a little stick of platinum, I just I just leave it. Yo, she can just have it. You know, it is the wig. Just the, the frontal, but just the piece in the beginning. All she needs to have to do is that one little thing. It could be like a little piece. Once it is, she has that. I'm like, I'm, I'm just gonna log off. Ashanti, sorry. All my days is cool with you too, but I'm <laughs> out of here. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It's it's kind of hard, but I'm leaning more towards Keisha. Like but, I ain't gonna fuck. I ain't gonna lie. Ashanti, her first album was I listened to. Second album and third. After that, kind of lost me. Right. I don't. I heard I don't the singles. Think that, I, don't I love me think that. It's good. Good. I ain't gonna lie. Me too. I, I, but, Keisha, but Keisha, listen. I only like. Sadly, I sound so selfish. That's like with with Mary J. Blige. I only love it when she speak that pain. Like mm. I need all the old old how, hits. Like. How how it is that you just said that? I feel the same way for Joe Buttons. So when it is he's in a, a good relationship, I'm like, Joe, get into some toxic shit so we can hear that music. Ordinary part love 97. Like I need yeah. <laughs> Joseph. He gonna Joseph. call your name. We need that. Yeah, he gonna mm-hmm. call your name. Mm-hmm. 
Fucking Chris Brown's gonna call your name on the record. What? Those are those are the three niggas, and there's more. But those are the top three right there that you do not want to break up with because you Chris might be on that tip. Hits wise, I think it is that um, Keisha Cole's have it. Like hits wise, you know, we all listen to the album and, and you know Ashanti and, and shit like that. But ultimately, hits wise, Keisha Cole's got it. Well, no, Ashanti has bigger hits. But Keisha Cole, Keisha Cole got better B-sides. Like, her album you can listen to from beginning to end. With Ashanti, she got a lot of, lot of features, a lot of hooks that, she's, that she could play. Like, she can play fucking all the Murder, Inc. hooks that she did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm coming home she got with the, the Fat Happy, Joe. Rain On Me. I like Rain On Me. She, I like her B-sides better on that first album. Um, what's that movie? That used to be my that shit. Movie? Save me. I don't know. If she gonna play those, but she could get away right. with that. Versus is you, your song versus somebody. <laughs> and shit, I don't know what Ashanti gonna do if Keisha play Trust and Believe. When she play on Foolish, Ashanti like whether you like that shit or not, like. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna be sexual because when happy come on, I'm gonna be doing a dance. I'm so happy. I remember you used to know the dance. Uh-huh, ooh, look at ooh, she, ooh. Really from Long Island, y'all. She Far Rockaway is very close to Long Island. She she got it yeah. down pat. <laughs> that was gonna be my shit, y'all. We used to be but, going at the building like, well, let's do that, Shanti. Me okay. personally, if um Keisha Cole play, every girl's gotta go through it. And every Yo, man's gotta oh, go through she it. Got, musical <laughs> wise, I fuck with, I, I fuck with her. She's not doing it. She not Ashanti is not doing it for Keisha Cole's. Yeah, I mean this I'm to Keisha me. Cole, so I, right, I right, cool. But let's wrap it up. <laughs> Who you got, Brittany? Who I you got, got Keisha. Who you got? The fact that they already have a versus playlist for Keisha Cole and Ashanti, and the shit didn't even come out yet. Y'all, Jesus, first of all. I got Keisha making good money. So and who, this is who a you perfect. This is a perfect matchup, though. They, they are even killed. I ain't gonna lie. I'm set tripping. Like I'm, I'm out here uh, with the bees and the bees. She, like. she, she blood tripping. <laughs> she tripped blood in. Wow. So who you got, Sophie? I got um Keisha Cole's. Absolutely, Keisha Cole's got some shit. All right. So there you have it, y'all. We got Sophie for Keisha. Two? We got me for, for Keisha. Keisha. And, and we K got set tripper. Tripper. <laughs> don't even know. I ain't going front pool. I'm riding the fist with you. I'ma say Keisha, but I, I love Ashanti too. So this is gonna be a good this is gonna be a good battle either way. Let's go ahead and jump into the beauty tip. Kay, what you got? All right, so this is for my guys this year, well, this episode. And I wanna focus on the guys because listen, the ladies, we all don't know how to put something together if we're going to go to Bay's house for the family. But sometimes it's very important to hear from a woman's point of view of what we are expecting, fellas. Like, the outfit, that's just an undeniable given, right? But we want to talk about men care, grooming yourself. This is what my tip is for. The main things to focus on. If you have bushy brows, there's nothing wrong to clean up those brows, fellas. If you have a caterpillar going on the top, let's clean it up, okay? If you have been growing that hair out and experimenting during the, um, during the COVID and the pandemic, 
it's time to trim it up. It's time to just, you know, get it together, all right? Now, with them pans, because you can't be helping mama in the kitchen, or my mother, rather. And if she look at you, grab that utensil, and she see your fingers looking jacked up. Ain't you can't put that finger in the pussy out. either with them nails looking no. like that. Absolutely, because you can give me BV, okay, and <laughs> bacteria vaginosis. Okay, we get it from y'all. Make sure them hands is nice and clean because depending on how you, depending on how the family feel about you, trust and believe. We're going to need them fingers at the end of the night. Spirit fingers, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Check the spirit fingers, fellas. Check them spirit fingers. That's all I'm saying. That's my tip for the week. Groom yourself. Groom thyself. Thank you, Pooh. What's the step of the week, Pooh Pooh? So, if y'all new to the show, every week we pick a word, and throughout the conversation, we're going to say the word. So, this week's sip of the week is going to be the word challenge. We're going to say challenge, and you're going to drink. So, let's go ahead and practice. Challenge, 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 challenge. Get you something to drink. Mm -hmm. Challenge, challenge. So, you want people to take three shots? Challenge, challenge, challenge. So, you want... All right, cool. Treat, treat it up, treat it up. What y'all sipping on, ladies? What, what are y'all sipping? What you got over there, Brittany? Because Brittany be having some shit. <laughs> I laid <laughs> the hard liquor this week, and I'm drinking some rose, apothic rose. Okay, I got wine. So, what you got over there, Kaylani? Your girl over here drinking some. Yeah, I'm drinking some rose as well with my rose mansion cup. Look at that. <laughs> Twinsies. <laughs> Ain't paying us, so that's the last time we're going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> what you got over there? Eggnog? You know, first of all, Coquito. Thank you very much. I have Coquito. I do have some in the refrigerator. I'm saving it Thank for Kroma. I need some Coquito. Sophie, can you give me that for my birthday? That's all I, I want. Whatever it is that we, where we at, wherever it is that you do, I'm gonna pull up with a case just for you. Yeah, listen, pull up at my house, okay? Just pull up at my house. <laughs> <laughs> pull up with the stick, let it hit. So, before we go ahead and jump into this week's topic, have y'all been watching okay. the blogs and all of that fun stuff? No. Listen, where do we start? I'm devastated. They out here lying on my boy, little baby. I do not believe that he out here cheating on my girl Jada Wada. I don't <laughs> believe it. I don't believe the blogs. I said, stop lying. She bought him a one of a 12. Watch, okay? In a, in a whole seat. <laughs> but allegedly, the woman that he's cheating on her with, y'all, as I heard, um, she's in law school. I thought she was a porn star. Allegedly, she's in school to be a lawyer. Who fucking knows? But all I know is this shit better be a lie because I'm, I'm getting to the bottom of this shit. Oh, I'm like, you oh, invested. No. I'm invested. Like, come on. You already made up for shitting on her in that interview. Okay, we had the good birthday party. He just celebrated his birthday. Mm-hmm. And um, they want to do this shit to my girl. Like, after she done put her heart on the side and put all this money for this nigga, and then you go, oh, yeah, he... He cheated. Let's first of all, y'all always want to bla- break up a fucking happy black home. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. Okay? BLM. Please. Oh, do you mean Black Lives Matter? Yes. Are we on the same? Yes. On the same wave? Okay. Yeah. 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 Make sure, 
I had to make sure. I didn't know if this was baby mama's whatever. I know. Just had to ask. Bitches love me. Bitches love me. Bitches love me. Bitches love yeah. me. Yeah. Might be the title. That might be the title. <laughs> so while you were invested and heartbroken about Jada Wada and um and little baby, I almost had an auntie moment. Said the baby, whichever one the baby is. But um. I was in my feelings about Casanova. I'm over here like, Lord, please don't let it be true. I hope he comes home. He was doing so good. So I was invested in that whole little scandal. If y'all was living under a rock, um, mm-hmm. got in some trouble, some legal trouble, a couple indictments. I think it was racketeering. Don't hold me to it. It's all over the blogs. Y'all go read it. But yeah, I was in my feelings about Casanova, and I felt bad about G Herbo too. I was hoping they like the nigga was doing scamming, buying dogs, villas in mm-hmm. Jamaica, and I'm just like, no, don't let it be true. You just got the family chain. You just got the family chain. But what about you, Sophie? Anything stuck out to you this week no, in the blog days? The is you just yeah, the shit is just wow. The shit is wow. The shit is wow. Yo, dealing with social media. Especially, I right, social media cool. Just, just don't post everything. And I tell people that all the time. Like it's a whole division of NYPD. Contrary, it was before rap shit because you know I'm back in stack days. So back in stack days, the Jim Jones police? wasn't even Jim Jones wasn't even allowed to perform in a club because he was a gang member. Okay, cool. We we moved past that. There is a division of NYPD that does nothing but scroll social media like i want that job it's like a whole room of them niggas because i seen it visually they did they, they just it? right here i i seen it i i just bruh no 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 and then it's like you know what with, with homegirl and homegirl and, and she's saying it and whatever whatever the case is oh this is just doing too much and it's like it and if people don't understand what a conspiracy charges you don't have to have nothing to do with anything you just in the mix of it watch who it is that you're in the mix of they have to understand that like Casanova didn't have to touch nothing you're in the mix of it your name is there he didn't have to do nothing that's that's one thing and secondly people playing around like what it is that this shit hole happened with this pandemic y'all really thought it is that the government's gonna keep giving y'all well them money and and they not gonna track it are you dumb this is government funds they gonna make sure it might not have happened at that particular time they gonna make sure that they're giving it to somebody appropriately of that's course just it like home, that little... boy with pretty ricky he got that ppe money and bought that ferrari <laughs> nah, you can't you can't sir you they want the their money is... nah government need that that's the government. <laughs> government is Uncle Sam. You seen the little white man that had on a hat, and that's him. If he it is wants you, you. Think, right with the finger. If it is that you think that you're gonna get some government funded money for a pandemic and they're not running down on you, you got you you got it all fucked up. They mm-hmm. they run it down on you. Right. And uh, hopefully Casanova come on out and shit like that. Like I said, conspiracy is just you just being in the mix of it. Ain't, you don't have to touch nothing. I know a lot of niggas got jammed up for conspiracy. He ain't got to do shit. Right. So, last thing that's been bubbling in the blogs was uh, Larsa Pippen getting photographed with Malik Beasley, 
who is a NBA player. I think he plays for the Timberwolves. We're going to go with that. I could be wrong. Fat check it for yourself if you need to. But she was caught photographed in a Miami airport holding hands with Beasley. Now, the plot twist with that is uh, Mr. Beasley is actually married to a whole nother woman. Pretty girl. Um, Lost I'm not even going to hold you. She's baddie for her age. She's about, what, 46, 47? And she got a few kids. But um, everybody's all up in arms because they're saying that she's allegedly dragging Scottie Pippen's name because I don't know if they're either married or estranged. Either way, she still got his last name. They're dragging her over anything. They're not even really, you know, mad at Malik. Malik is the whole married person here. That's that's the issue. But everybody's dragging her because, yet again, she's caught up with another NBA player. So how do y'all feel about that? Like, I mean, and another thing, sorry. Another thing is Malik is actually four years older than her oldest son. So people are hitting up her son, Scotty Jr., whatever they tweeting him about his mother and shit. And it's just like, uh, it's awkward, but you know, how do how do y'all feel about that? How would y'all feel if your moms was dating somebody closer to age than you? Um, my grandmother, my grandma, she did it. Grandma. My grandma, she did it. Not for her age, but like her youngest, her youngest daughter, my grandmother was, was, was dealing with a dude that particular age. That's the, if they got it, you got it. It, it. I don't care about the age aspect of it all. It's more about how that person treats you. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck because, you know, it is it, especially for males. I know on, on our side, people are like, oh, she this age and she want to hurry up and have a kid. That's how it is. And niggas look at us once it is that we start getting up in age. For our age, we'd be like, finally, he going to get it together at this age. Like, he 40, he 50, he 60, he should have it together. And that's still, mm-hmm. you come on over to this side, I'm closer to 40 than 30. I don't want no children. You're going over <laughs> to that side. It's like, if nigga's mind ain't right, don't have nothing to do with their age. As long as mm-hmm. the person treating that person, you know, cool, then that's all it is that I, I have. I, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at Larsa either, to be honest with you. Give what you can. She look good for her age. Do you, mama? If your son ain't mad, then what the hell are we all up in arms for? Your baby daddy ain't say shit. He over there sliding other bitches DMs. Everybody's giving her slack about the bodies that she allegedly had, but ain't nobody saying nothing to these niggas out here. And like all that shit going on with Jada um, and little baby, ain't nobody saying nothing to little baby. Everybody's like, oh, Jada, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And when we going to start holding the niggas accountable? Niggas be out here nigging like a motherfucker, but let the bitch go ahead and do something that the niggas doing. It's like, oh, the what, what, what are you talking about? Hold on. Let's go back to the double standards of our other podcasts. What are you talking about? They do not have to be accountable for nothing. They just live their life. We're the ones that look crazy. Just, just want, I just wanted to let you know on your our podcast. Oh, <laughs> we, we're, 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 we are like, you, we have to be angels. We can't do bust none of the funky moves that, is it, that they bust. Mm-hmm. But Okay, another thing I want to talk about is a 90s classic movie, Baps. Natalie Dizelle, um, and also mm-hmm. Halle Berry, they played, they were the main stars in this movie. 
and it did report that December 7th, she passed away. Natalie Dizel passed away. Um, God bless her soul to colon cancer. And we just want to send our love and condolences to her family and friends. Really? Um, that's, that's what she passed away from? Yeah. Yeah. I, I seen it. I seen the whole workup. I didn't know. I didn't see it when it was it, like the reason. I'm like, damn, she young as hell. Yeah, yes. it's oh, a I'll lot of people you, out here. It's, it's two it's two people that, that one in line. It's 2020. They're going to be fooled. Mm-hmm. And it's cancer. Cancer's before 2020. Listen, <laughs> when I catch that motherfucker cancer, listen, I already beat his ass because I ain't playing. <laughs> Try to get, try to get your girl out here. So this week's topic is based on a movie that Kelani had all of us watch called Not Carol. It's a documentary about a woman who suffered from postpartum psychosis and she ended up murdering her three daughters. She ended up serving three consecutive life sentences for the murder of her children this hit home this this movie had me a little in my feelings i ain't even gonna hold you um i'm not gonna lie i wasn't totally you know upset with her because you know a mother killing their children is just unheard of like how we talked about earlier sophie in the double standards you know you hearing about a woman kill a child and it's like <gasps> what do you mean you're the nurturer but, but I'm look at the back, the background of it of all. It's a lot of right. shit to be going on, man. But who checks on the nurturer? I felt like honestly, and this could have been avoided. Just listening to how it starts, the voicemail that she's leaving um on her mother's cell phone, and her mother was the one who came to the house now late, but she's the one that found the young girls in the same bed, stabbed to death. Um, it talks about how Carol, she had an intent case of postpartum psychosis, meaning when they take you to jail, they put you in a straitjacket. And it's not the typical white straitjacket. It's a very heavy blue material that's on. And normally people that even have other mental issues, they the first question is, how long do I have to keep it on? Carol, she did not ask not one time. She was so mentally disturbed of what's going on. And just listening to the voicemail of how she was pleading basically for help prior to killing her children. And I believe she stabbed herself. Yeah, she was naked in the corner, her mother said, with the knife. Stabbing herself, yeah. Mm -hmm. They can tell that she didn't sleep for days when she got to the jail. Mm-hmm. And just by the psychologist talking on her behalf, um, even her lawyer, they wasn't arguing the fact that she didn't, you know, that she didn't kill her children. They was trying to fight the fact that she's not mentally, you know, safe enough to even take she care needs of those help. children. Basically, she what they were saying is that she needed help. She and, was pleading for insanity. Right. And... What I honestly think that she needed um, was some psychiatric care. Because like Kelani explained, they put her in that that gown. It kind of resembles, uh, um, you know, when you go and get your x-rays at mm-hmm. the dentist and they make you put that heavy vest on. That's what that it looked like. like that. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what she had on. But I think instead of them, because we all know how fucked up the whole court system, the criminal justice system is, Mm -hmm. these jails, like they put cameras in these shits every day. We know how fucked up the the jails are. Right. So instead of them putting her in a mental institution, they decided to put her in jail. And we all know jail ain't the best place for you to be. So instead of her, my personal opinion, instead of her doing time in jail, she should did she should have done some time in a mental institution to try to help her get her mental back. I'm a little biased about it because of, you know, the stories that led up to it. Like, you know, she didn't have a, a violent background. She was in the army. She was actually gang raped when she was in the army and didn't report it. You know, even her husband vouched for her. He said that she wasn't a violent person. Like, mm-hmm. you know, her whole family did. Right. They never even heard her scream. Right. So it was like the fact that, and they always said that her children was her pride and joy. Her husband did mention that he was the breadwinner of the family and he basically handled the bills and she was the more independent one with the children. She never really asked for help, you know, when it came to her children. And it's very important to have a village when it's raising that child. But mom and dad, what about the single fathers? They get a case of postpartum too. Now, what happens when, God forbid, the mom passed away while giving birth and now the father is left to raise that child alone? Right. That's a lot. It's a lot of cases because even African-American women, we are the, the good handful that pass away while giving birth that deal with postpartum, that don't have all the benefits to get the help that we need all the time, or sometimes be too shameful to even like admit that I don't want to come home to my kid. You know, that's regular stuff that a lot of women deal with. And these are regular thoughts and the thoughts can get very intense. Well, how about you're in the hospital and you're telling your doctor you're in pain and the doctor's ignoring you? That happens a lot with black women. They have, I don't know where they got this whole thought of. But women just in general, we're supposed to endure it. No, not just women. They're discriminating against a lot of black women. A lot of the black women are dying while giving childbirth because they're trying to Mm -hmm. tell their doctor, I'm in pain. Something's not right. And the doctors, oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Next thing you know, I give birth. And y'all can't stop the bleeding. And it's what? Another motherless child. Now, like how Kelani said, now you have a father if the father's there. Why, why you got all those quotes? Why, why you got the little? Because we not, we not visually. <laughs> but why be, you got, why? Should be happening. Should be happening. I knew a situation. Why? I knew a situation where it was a young girl. God bless her soul. She passed away this year. Um, she was having, giving birth to her first child. She was under 30, giving birth to her first child. And um, her fiance was just trying to wake her up after giving birth. Just a simple, just tap and realized she was ice cold. Now she gave birth, but what happened was after she had her C-section, they didn't patch her up correctly. And she was actually bleeding out. So when she took her nap after being exhausted from giving birth, um she passed away and i also have a childhood friend that we was in kindergarten first grade 
Um, she passed away a, a few years ago after giving birth to her child. And it's so crazy how even if you do your research on birth control, they created it specifically for Black women. Mm-hmm. When they created vaccines, and I don't even care if the government hear me at this point. I'm like, listen, okay, let's let's talk about it. Even when it comes down to vaccines, even when it comes down to vaccines, they are creating it to make us sterile. So when we are pregnant, they are not making it an urgency because for one, they didn't want us to be pregnant from the jump. Being black and pregnant in America, that's not always a good thing. And that's why we're the main ones that's, ah, you know, turning up and making our baby showers and, you know, and stuff like that. Because for one, not a lot, even a lot of black women that's on birth control and they still end up getting pregnant. They be so flustered and how, how is this possible? How doesn't he not have autism? Because a lot of them make black boys, you know, even when it comes down to that, after giving birth, okay, my child, they're going to have to just be an experiment because they're not taking none of that shit. And we're going to see how far they they make it, okay? Because I'm not making my child take none of those vaccines, y'all. Like, But the way they get you, the the way they get you with that is you try to enroll them in school. No, you try to roll them yeah. in school and they Home tell you that they is. won't let them go to school because they don't have their vaccines. And I hear yeah. you saying homeschool, then you got to try to make sure your kid has a social life because now your kid don't know how to act. Yeah, yeah your I'm kid don't you know this. how to act in social settings because you had to homeschool because... But the, but the thing is, is that the vaccination shit, I particularly did listen. I did the booster shot. I was one of them people. What it is they giving people now? I have no fucking clue. That shit just just weird to me. Okay, and then going forward with this whole vaccination and this that we're supposed to do for the COVID, and once it is, but that but that's the thing. It's government shit. It's bigger than like, black people. I understand it. Like if you if it is that you look into the background of the person that started up Planned Parenthood. If you look at her background, like this, this was the chairman of it. You have to look at the background. I said, absolutely, I, I believe that it, it was a bigger picture than that. But going forward, it's just though they don't want. Uh, and and like I said, I'm healthcare. I deal with the black people. I deal with the white people. I deal with all of that. I deal with doctors. It is that don't they like yo? If you don't have a vaccination, we we not even seeing your kid. Black, white, it don't matter. If you don't have a vaccination. Your child is not being seen, and that's just what it is. But it, do I believe my myself is some bullshit in it? Absolutely, absolutely. And then the thing is, is that for black males, right? Well, not black males, just males in general. With this vaccination, they're like, oh, you know, COVID. We we think that COVID now is not making your dick hard, and niggas is gonna run it. <laughs> like that was like the last publicized like it ain't gonna ain't gonna make your dick hard you know what what males are doing they gonna run they're gonna be the whole line gonna be <laughs> the, whole, the whole block because it is that they think that they can't perform and that's a big thing for men but it's a bigger picture of it especially black males you you get on this line it is as you want to and you think it is because covid if you have it you're not gonna be able to perform they going to be, that line going to be down the block, <laughs> around the corner. It's going to be down the 
the whole Van Wick Expressway, the single yeah. going to the Grand Central Parkway. What? I can't focus. Well, I can't. a lot of black Mommy. men, a lot of black men aren't really, or black people in general aren't really with the vaccination because of the Tuskegee, excuse me, the Tuskegee um, experiment that they did back in, I think it was 1932-ish. But they had about 600 black men do a test study for syphilis. And they mm-hmm. lied. And they didn't, um, they told the men that they were being treated for bad blood instead of what they were actually being treated for. So that's the whole stigma behind black people. And that's just one example. There are probably many other examples. Black we are not men in trusted. general. We're not trusting that. Well, right, but black men in general, a lot of these diseases come from vaccines. All this um, autism, autism comes from a vaccine, and it triggers mostly black little boys. And you wonder why your your son is bouncing around. He can't sit down. He don't. You know, you have to understand your child's chemistry before they had that vaccine. Because now you've been like, yo, my child, like he been doing all of this, he been doing all of that. He can't stay still. He doing it. He what? It's because all of these vaccines that they make you tell you rather that your child needs. For sure. The only thing we need is God. The only thing we need is God. Okay. And when it and that chicken pox yeah. vaccine, because them chicken pox ain't no joke. Sorry. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why all of this pox? shit is a joke. Because even had, back then, had, all the vaccine that mm-hmm. they gave us. You had you had the chicken pox. Mm-hmm. Yep, I had the chicken hey, pox. Lana, you too. had the chicken pox. Yep. Mm-hmm. I I put my first tattoo over my first scar. Yep. Yep. I was mm-hmm. out of commission for about a week and a half. But um, yeah, you know, most of the time women get caught up. Well. Women are held to the fire because mm-hmm. they harm their children. You know, we're looked at as the nurturers and, you know, Mother Earth and blah, blah, blah. But um, what stuck out to me is Kelani was talking about that village that we need to raise these children. And um, I felt like she was definitely denied that village like you know the thing that stuck out to me in that movie is everybody saying oh I wish I coulda I woulda and da 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 and what pissed me off a lot was those were women saying what they wish they coulda shoulda and woulda did and it's like these are women with children who know what that postpartum shit is that shit is real it's so many women who deal with this from day to day that this is why we have to have platforms like Let Us Sip so we can talk about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So other women can, you know, reach out and ask for help and we can give them tools and tips, you know, and it doesn't always have to be a fun topic. Sometimes it can be a serious topic because these are topics that a lot of people don't discuss and they don't bring up. But honestly, you know, being that we have someone that's not only a mother but we have women in general in this podcast and i feel like you know we never know the future one day me and something may be a mother one day you know and whoa, honestly whoa, whoa. see like you just never know like, you know, the future one day, me and Sophie may be a mother one day. And it's very important to even have 
just a successful relationship with people to even talk about things or not to be ashamed of what you're feeling, whether you're the only mother in your group or not. You know, sometimes like, oh, they're not going to understand. But no, it's very important to be like, hey, can you watch my kid for an hour? That doesn't mean that you're a bad mother because you don't want to be bothered. No, I mean, listen, uh, listen, like the thing that's scary about postpartum is you can have it with one kid and may not have it with another kid. Mm -hmm. And the, Mm -hmm. the common thing is that shit hits like a ton, ton of bricks. You don't know it's going to happen. You have no intentions on it, it happening, but it just happens. What's crazy is like, you'll have a woman whose life was to have children and prosper or whatever and she gets that one child and mentally she just couldn't handle it and it's it's sad because it's like this woman wanted this child this woman prayed for this child and she can't handle it and that's what's going through her mind like you know i wanted this kid i wanted to be a great mother but all of a sudden it's just a chemical imbalance that's telling you i'm not a good mother this isn't right you know and you battle with yourself because like you said Kay. You don't want to say that shit out loud that you don't want to be bothered with your kid. You don't want to tell nobody that right now I feel like I can hurt this kid. You don't want to, you don't want that shit to be verbalized to anybody because you don't want anybody looking at you like you're crazy. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. Like with children, your normal day schedule is not your normal day schedule. It is a lot for fucking kids and people don't understand like, oh yeah, yeah, you, whatever. And, but ultimately that I feel for women is like the father hit or miss ultimately. So it's really about what it you want that you want that to, to be done. I right, cool. You're going to have this kid because he could come, he could leave, he could come, he could leave. But ultimately as a mother, that's all you. No, nah, listen. And, you know when it is that you watch TV and it'd be like, hold mm-hmm. on for the regularly scheduled program. That is the motherhood right in between there. You don't know what the fuck is going on. You don't know. Ain't what no in between. That is no, your life. That, that, that is your in life. The, the, exactly, and that's what that they were saying with triggers the postpartum psychosis. It's the chains of events that's happening back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Now, in Carol's case, she had her children back to back. Now, I'm not going to lie. I so always say, once I get pregnant, I'm only giving that child one year and he got to get used to somebody else, you know? But after seeing this documentary, it kind of opened my eyes. Like maybe that's not the the most healthiest step to get pregnant back to back because now your body is going through a lot of things and you got to deal with one child running around. All right, I don't got the energy to chase after that one child. Okay, because I'm, you know, bed bound or but that's know, things where can happen in a pregnancy. That's where that village comes in. And that village is very, very important. Very important. I'll share my story. You know, I'm the only mother y'all know out here. And just because we ain't seen it in a long time, challenge, 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 challenge. I need a drink. (laughs) But I was, I'm the only mother on the podcast. What happened with me, I never really thought about having children. So... When I found out that I was pregnant, that shit caught me totally off guard because one, I'd never been pregnant before. Two, when I found out I was pregnant, I was 20 weeks, damn near, 16 weeks actually. And 
that right there just put me in a whole different mental space. Like growing up and I had like, you know, you go through the changes as a young girl, you have your period and all of that. I never had a consistent period. And before I met my husband and me and him got serious, I didn't have unprotected sex like that. So that's why I'm always on here talking about put a condom on, protect yourself, protect yourself. Because when I was out there in the streets, I wrapped my shit up. So I never really had the pregnancy scare or nothing like that. But when I found out I was pregnant, my whole world kind of shut down. Because what my mother always said to me is, now that you have a kid, you can never walk out and not look back. Every time you walk out that door, you got to look back. And that shit was always scary to me because I, I was the only child for the majority of my life. So I never had that type of responsibility. I remember after we left the doctor's office. Now, the funny thing is we go to the doctor's office thinking, oh, we're going to see a little bean, you know, we just found out we're pregnant, blah, blah, blah. Nigga, I go whole to the baby. ultrasound. I got a whole, whole kid baby. in me. Head, oh, arms, torso, legs, oh, and feet. And I was like, like, I was in shock. Neither one of us knew what to say because we were just like, what the fuck? Mind you, we was turned up, living life. And I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, I didn't kill my baby. I don't know what I did. So I'm stuck in that. And I remember sitting on the couch and us just going through the material that the doctor gives us. And I started bawling. And he's like, what's the matter? The first thing I thought is now I'm in charge of somebody. Like I was, you you know, like people have to understand whatever it is that you have in in, in your heart and soul, right? This is a a heart person walking around on earth. So you you. more turned up that, that, that's your heart. It came out of you. This is your heart and soul walking around. So you're going to be livid for anything on top of your normal living. You're going to be super turned up. Like, hold on. Fast forward to, I remember the steps going into labor, everything leading up to labor. And I had a C-section, just like how Kay said. The girl ended up passing away because her man didn't know that she was bleeding internally. The whole time I'm in the operating room, homeboy is like, I talk about, wake up, wake up, hit me on the face. And he's like, why you keep closing your eyes? I'm like, nigga, the lights are bright. I'm here with you but I can't see. So he kept making sure <laughs> he's trying to make sure I'm okay. That he don't want to look over the curtain. Cause he was like, Oh, I think I saw your intestines. I'm like, just stay back here. You don't need to be up there. That's not your business. Right. You stay back here. <laughs> Focus on me. Focus on me. Right. So I remember, I remember hearing, I remember the pressure coming out, hearing them cry. And my whole thing was as long as everybody come out of this situation, healthy, I'm fine. And when I got to actually hold him, I didn't feel that instant connection. I didn't feel that instant love that, you know, women describe once they see the baby and it's like, oh my gosh, I was still in shock. I remember being at my baby shower in fucking shock. Can't believe all these people are here for me. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I remember being in the hospital, we going through the motions and all I kept saying to my husband is like, yo, they really left us with this kid. Like, I don't want to break him. I don't know what to do. Like, I was I was nervous. So we go home, and it's the first night. Now, mind you, he didn't leave my side. He was there. I think he left maybe once or twice to go and get 
some food for us. But other than that, he was there. So the first night home, he sleep. His mom was there. His mom sleep. My mother's in and out of consciousness. And I'm sitting there with a baby. I cried the first night I was home. Why? I don't know. I'm like, mm -hmm. am I worthy enough to be somebody's mother? I don't know shit about parenting. It's not like I had siblings to grow up and learn. I learned from fucking YouTube and the grandparents. <laughs> like that shit was horrible. And then all I could say to my mother was, he's sitting here asleep and this baby won't stop crying. He just won't stop crying. That was night one, nigga. Night four, I was fucking incoherent. I felt like a zombie. So like they talked about Carol and her having like sleep deprivation that's basically what it was because she's dealing with three kids under three yes you need you need people there constant by herself while her you husband is working there. she's right. home cooking and let's talk about it carol was educated she was also in school while she was pregnant with her children she was an x-ray tech or something like that. Yeah. She was an x-ray tech. She was also still going back to school. So just deal with studying. You got three kids, one pooping, one running around, one is potty training, you know, and you still have to everybody teach your oldest levels. kid. Okay. Everybody's on different levels and the devil was up in this spot. Okay. Because mm -hmm. every, every new level that you hit is a new devil. And she had three babies by the time she had her third baby the postpartum psychosis got so intense to the point that she kept, if you notice, she kept calling her mother over and over and over. And she was basically crying out for help before she heard her kids. Mm -hmm. And that probably nobody wasn't knows the why intention. Her mother, and, I don't, and nobody knows why the mother didn't get those calls and why she, she said she was driving the bus. Calls. She was working. She was working. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, she I was she just was like, working. oh my God. And you know, of course, as a woman, you, we got too much pride to call our man to be like, oh, I don't got this. You know, like he's already, you know, taking care of the home, you know, working extra hours, doing what he got to do to, you know, provide for all of us as the family right. expands. So it was like, okay, the least I can do is take care of these children. You know, like that's mm -hmm. the least I can do. That's all he wants me to do is stay home and take care of these kids. But it's not always very easy because I remember when I was even a nanny and one of the families that I had, the mother took it upon herself and she was only working part time. She was like, I'm willing to spend half of my check just so I can at least still have some type of normalcy in my situation. She just gave birth to her second child. So as she worked from nine to five, even if she was only going to the coffee shop to do some work. She was like, hey, I'm willing to pay you every day to come to my house from nine to five. I need it. She felt like she was being selfish at first because she was the only child. This mm -hmm. is her second child. And her mother, her mother didn't live in um, Virginia at the time. Her husband travels from Virginia to New York mm -hmm. on a daily basis throughout the week. So her main job was to be household mom you know but you but look at it she's having conversations with children all day she mm -hmm. started to go crazy because you sitting here you covered in boogers and snot baby food milk or whatever and the only person you got to talk to is a little baby blown bubbles you need some mm -hmm. type of adult interaction 
<laughs> and that's what she was missing was that adult interaction and bubble. thank god <laughs> thank god she had a nanny she had the means to have a nanny to be able to go ahead and cut that the pole niggas ain't got that option and i used yeah. to be pissed off at my mother-in-law and my mother because they had the luxury of having our grandmothers take care of us they had the luxury mm-hmm. to go out and live their life all they had to worry about was shit washing us feeding us and putting us to bed and grandma look after us i ain't had that option it was just right. me him and my husband nobody else mm-hmm. so on top but of that, that you start least, feeling lonely at least it is at least it is Brittany. that at least it is that you had your husband there ultimately he was at it's work being, because it's i know but really people a single mother all they don't be having hard. nothing, nothing. Yeah, it's it hard it's hard and yeah. i don't wish that on nobody like and you don't got that extra it. money to even you know even put up a christmas tree because it's like nigga i didn't put right have, i can't eat a full meal because i gotta feed y'all me becoming a parent made me realize that like i don't wish single parentship on my worst enemy because yeah. you know thank god i didn't go that route and i became violent or anything to my kid because like i couldn't i know i couldn't sleep if i did anything wrong to him there was nothing that i can do i used to look at him like there'd be days where he would just cry 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 you you dry you ate like this i burped you what else there'd be days when i was sitting in a rocking chair with him and we would cry together because i just sit there and i'd be rocking like if i do anything to you i know i'm gonna be in trouble and i'm like i just can't do it and it was Mm -hmm. like you know i couldn't get mad at anybody because i was lonely i couldn't get mad at you know family or anything like that because everybody lived their life they checked in when they could and then my husband he had just started a new job and he picked up extra Mm -hmm. time so i would see him what 6 30 he woke up i wouldn't see him to eight nine o'clock that night so it's me kid my mother went back to new york his mother went back to philly it's just us and my whole thing was like how are we gonna make this work we didn't like he slept in the bed for a real small amount of time that shit didn't work because the whole night i wasn't sleeping because i was worried about rolling over on him and then my husband way on the other edge of the bed i'm on the other edge of the bed we quote unquote slept but we fucking dog tired and it's like what what we needed maybe was our parents to be like yo just come on let us take them I have not got a full night's sleep until fucking February of this year. That's the only thing that I can think 2024 is because this little nigga sleep through the night now. Like, I, everybody Yay. laughs at me when I tell them I've been tired for four years. And they be like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nigga, this shit was real. He got up. He had to work. Real. <laughs> right. After a while, I was like, fuck it. And I felt like a bad mother some nights, but I'm like, fuck it. I'm not getting up. That nigga ain't nothing wrong with him. And he yes. crying three to three forty-five straight, straight cry on a fucking Tuesday night. And we both gotta go to work. <laughs> like, you know. I tell you, that that's that in between. 
please come back. <laughs> please break. Bro, that shit different. Can we that please different. have a moment of silence? Challenge, challenge, that, challenge. That okay. Shit. Word up, word. That shit and the shit is not and the shit is constant. After it is that you, it is it, Brittany. You have you match the one thing, this, something else. I was right. sipping something else. Like Brittany, I said, it's constant. Bit, okay, it's constant. It's it, it it don't stop. And even like I be, that's why it is for me, particularly. I be like, yo, these whole kid things, kids are cool. Like, I'd rather get married to someone as opposed to a child. Because a yeah. child is some shit. It's forever. Like, I, could, I could divorce you and we could go on with life. And I'm just going to do it. I'm going to have a divorce party. It's going to be mad strippers. They're going to have a big ass. I could do all that. But, for but you can't leave that baby. Aspect, you cannot leave that baby. Go. And, the, and that's what mommy's getting out with people. Like I said, man, I'm right. closer to 40 than 30. That whole kid thing, wow to me, son. That's like, what I, bugs I, me to fuck out. It's like women are willing to go ahead and reproduce because I'm not going to sit here and lie. Them kids love you regardless. You, Mommy going to fuck up a lot more than she do right. A million times. A million but times. I would rather... Right. I would rather the marriage to quote unquote keep the man versus having that baby because Ooh, hopefully you don't go through any of those thoughts and the whole postpartum thing because that'll make it worse. And then as we see, babies do not make a man stay. They don't. That makes him run further. You have a lot of men that are fucking childish mentally. And they can't deal with you giving your attention to that kid. That kid is a part of you. If I don't take care of that kid, I'm going to jail. If I don't take care of you, you'll just be mad. But I'm going to jail if I don't take care of that kid. Child, you're going to jail for a long time. You neglect jail, the child. Jail. Right. Jail, jail. And not only have to go to jail, you're going to get your ass beat every fucking day. Or murder. They find out what the fuck you going in there for. They going tear your ass up. Right. <laughs> right. Like I, the only advice that I have, like I ain't gonna lie, the thought of children, beautiful. The work that you have to put in to children. Have a child. Think about it, and, man. And, and, like and, and it's it, not a game. It, it's a lot. Yo, I had custody of my um my one of my cousins. When it was it like in my my younger years, this shit don't stop. That's what people don't understand. Is like, I right, cool, I right, baby head. This shit is a lot going on. Your whole shit. If this child is gonna fuck up your whole living existence, okay? I'm telling this that you and somebody no parties. <laughs> this child is gonna fuck up your whole living existence. So when it was that I was dealing with her, and she was like, she was when it is it. We, uh, I got her maybe about 13, but it, and even going forward, it's like, yo, all it is that you could tell a child, all it is that you have to do is instill the morals and values it is that you have in your home and hope and you have to 
pray every time this person leaves the house that whatever it is that they do, that they're going to implement that into whatever whatever move it is. So they have mm-hmm. to come back to home to, to be like, nah, ma, but you know what the thing is, is that, you know, it's that, that stove and we be like, no, it's hot. He'd be like, uh-uh, it's kind of lukewarm. I want to touch it a little bit. She don't know what she's talking me, about. She let, ain't never let, touched that stove. <laughs> right. Let, 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 let me touch see. that motherfucker. The, 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 the stove might be a little bit more medium for me. When I was a when I was a preschool teacher, I wanted to kiss every single mother on a fucking feet. You hear me? Because I had 12, 12, one and a half, two-year-olds, okay? And this is a stage when, yes, Brittany just went cross-sided. This is a stage when they are learning to walk, okay, and run. Some are just going straight into running. So they are bumping their heads. Take off. (laughs) Now, the worst nerve, the strike, is when you see a kid is learning to walk and they hit their head and their eye on the corner of a table, and then you have to call and explain to their parent what just happened, okay? I was like, listen, God, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. And I don't want it right now. And this is my birth control that I took every day. I never physically took a pill of birth control ever in my life. But when I was a preschool teacher, all I had to do was come to work. Listen. Because when I had to literally write down your child reports, and now I'm going to tell you this, it's very challenging to explain to a mother that they have a child that they have to work on you know or no mother want to hear after working from nine to five and picking your child up all they want to hear is that my kid had a good day so some days i used to lie your kid had a great day your kid had a fucking terrible fucking day your kid is a goddamn <laughs> terror okay? challenge 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 Yes, that's what I really want to say. You you, you need to take a, a whole week off of work and sit down with this no, motherfucker. They, they, they realize it now with COVID. They're like, hold on. Oh, yes. Hold on. Yeah. That ain't willing hold to on. give the teachers extra money. Like, listen, I'm, you had to go out of pocket for my kid on here? <laughs> listen. You see what I mean? They're like, take these kids back. These ain't my kids. No, 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 no. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> listen, <laughs> when my son was three, Every other day, we were getting calls from daycare. They got to pick him up. We got to pick him up. It was so bad that he actually stayed with the director. When he was three, I didn't think he was going to make it to four. I was going to kill him. I was going (laughs) to kill him. I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like, listen, me and him ain't get cool until he turned five. I ain't even going to hold you. That whole, I told y'all, I ain't know if I loved him when I first had him. My nigga now. We cool now. Like it took it took us a long time. Like I, I feel like I'm slowly coming out of that hole of depression. Cause three, two was two, he was baddish. Three, I was ready to go toe to toe. Like I tell you, the hardest hood that I've ever been in was fucking motherhood. That's the yes. realest fucking hood that you could ever be in. That shit is real. But I can say the the best part of motherhood is they see all your flaws, all the bad things about you, and they still love you. They still find it in their little heart to look at you as being perfect. Perfect. And what kept me in the game is knowing that Every, all the parents used to tell you, oh, they'll get over it. They'll get over it. Nigga, ain't nobody giving me no due date. But knowing that eventually there is light at the end of the tunnel, 
is what kept me going. Mm-hmm. You know, watching and, and you how be the like it, it's it's days you be having you could be having a screwed up day. Here mm-hmm. come this little motherfucker sitting says some shit and you just lighted up my life. You don't right. even understand mm-hmm. what it is that you did for me. Because right. I was right. having a fucked up day. But here you are talking your smack that you shouldn't be talking. But nonetheless, well, you. you lighted up my goddamn day. Like, you know, parents, if you're listening to this, dads too, pay attention to your woman, pay attention to your baby mother, Absolutely. whatever. If she asks you for help, help her out. And the best way that you can. And nine times out of ten, all she needs is a fucking nap. So if you are able to provide that, I don't care if it's you physically or you got to get your mother, your sister, your aunt, anybody to help her out, help her. That'll make life a whole lot easier for everybody on the team. They need a recharge. It could be two seconds. Let them do what they do, and they're going to come back 100%. All they need is like, it's not like a real charge, because they can do two. They're going to come back 100%. Give me 30 minutes. 100%. I need an hour. I need an hour. All right. Challenge. Yeah, hour is the minimum. That's the minimum. Challenge. Let me yeah, see I for did. Three, four hours. Listen, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna wake up and whip up the the best meal you ever had in your life. Ready to smack oh. and she and and she been dealing with this for months. She been dealing with this for weeks. And they got to turn back around and go hours. back to work. And right, then she got to figure out how to yeah. nurse while yeah. working. So instead Absolutely. of her taking that 15 minutes to Wusa, she has yeah. to take that 15 minutes together. So she only get one 15 minute break. Yeah which is that half an hour she's in the break room or whatever mm-hmm. room that the job mm-hmm. has for her. She pumping them titties cause she full mm-hmm. of milk. She ain't been mm-hmm. feeding every two hours. It depends on how full mm-hmm. your whole break, your whole break, 15, minutes. So you ha- 15, 20 minutes. Then you got to have lunch. So you eating with your titties in the fucking pump cause you got to get mm-hmm. this milk out. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, they're gonna turn into rocks, and they're gonna be so hard and sore, it hurts. Hurtful. Guys, yeah, listen to this. Y'all gonna have to massage mm-hmm. it out. The milk mm-hmm. might fucking shoot across the room. But all y'all gotta do is just be there, do the dishes. Brittany had ziplocks. I remember Brittany had ziplocks. I, I had of milk for sale. Milk. Like, I yes. had milk for sale. And Brittany I nursed up until eight sale. months. I nursed until eight months. He fucked these titties up. But he healthy. So that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. The outcome was he was healthy. He had 10 toes, 10 fingers. His mind is there. He don't get sick like that. The most beautiful so child I've ever seen in my I life. I encourage, I encourage the breastfeeding. Thank you. I encourage breastfeeding as long as you can. But, you know, y'all just pay attention to the signs. So we don't have mm-hmm. to see any more of these documentaries. Just pay attention to the signs, y'all. Any last and words before your we get friends. out? Listen, anybody that's pregnant right now during COVID, you know, honestly, right now, just send them a text. Just say, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. You know, is it anything that you need? Now, one of our close friends just gave birth to her baby girl. Beautiful. And I'm not going to lie because I felt very guilty because as a little sis, like, I felt like I couldn't come around. I couldn't see her as much. Now, being an essential worker, I deal with thousands of people, literally. I talk to strangers 
all day long. Like that's the perfect job for me because I talk to strangers on a regular basis. But just wanted to see her and be like, hey, sis, is there anything you need me to drop off? If COVID wasn't here, she know for a fact, I would have been just popping up, getting on her nerves, just to make sure, like, all right, you your normal self? All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we in a group chat. We in a group chat now because she had her her fifth baby. So Mm -hmm. me and my other best friend are in a group chat like, bitch, you all right? You okay? You need anything? He's like, we can't. We can't tend to you physically because of all of this COVID stuff. But if you need to vent anything, call us, text us. Like we're here. You know, you're not in this alone. And people have people have to understand is that a lot of things it is that go on in life, just in general. You don't need someone to chastise. Like you don't need that. You just need an ear. And that's mm-hmm. just it. People have mm-hmm. to understand that just all across the board. Like, I don't need you to tell me. I know that already. But um, we want to thank y'all for listening. I know this week was a little bit heavy, but you know, this is the things that that goes on in society. Y'all should have been drinking up. We didn't even say challenge enough. So here we are. We're ending it with 15 million challenges. Okay. So. Right. Everybody should be faded by the, by the hand and end of this, okay? Period. And if you're not right. playing again, you didn't even have to hear the word to go ahead and take a drink. You ain't need to hear the word. Yeah, because I was sipping during the whole time Brittany was vain, okay? I was just sipping. I even need a challenge, okay? Fuck it. I, I'm, I'm, you, can, you can actually skip through this, through this episode. Don't move away for challenge. If it sounds heavy on that heart, go ahead and sip. Drink it. The last thing I have to say is parents who have their grandparents, their mothers, their father, if y'all still live in the vicinity or in the same household with your parents, take advantage of that shit. Take advantage of it. If you need mommy day out, you need to go get your nails done or just to clear your head, take advantage of it. Y'all don't know how lucky y'all are to be mm-hmm. able to have your parents right there to help y'all out. And if they give y'all any slack, let them know, nigga. Mom, grandma took care of me. Yeah, well, I go, I go through, I go, I go through that with I my, 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 my cousin my right now. My cousin be telling my her, her grandmother that, and she be like, all right, so that's what it is. But like I said, like right. it is that you kicked it off. It's the village. And I be telling my cousin, if it is you need a break, bring them little motherfuckers. But I, like I said, I got slime in my fucking ceiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is for me being a godparent. I know, I learned it all going over time. So when she was like, Sophie, you don't have them little niggas in there with no slime. I'm like, oh, it's slime. You know, Bill? I got the shit on my ceiling. But have that, that those people, it's a village that, that takes it. Even if it is that you have one of those mothers, and they're like, no. You should be able to hit your homegirl like still you be in nah. her face. Be in yeah. her face. If you ain't got no village if you listening to this, like fuck. I ain't got no village. Let me tell you this. We'll be you better go find hey, Lonnie's gonna take them. No, 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 no. You better go <laughs> find your village because I was a part of Brittany's village. I lived in the same facility, and her house was my way of just venting and getting my shit out. And I used to enjoy just vibing out with the baby. Literally having you vibe out with the baby. I needed it. I and I and I used to be the highlight of my day. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to deal with fucking adults. I'm going to link with Mumu and that's it. And get terrorized. Okay. Because that little nigga will 
will bully he your will run ass. up your tab mm-hmm. he will run up your tab since the day bro, was that's born. it like, but that's what it is you gotta you gotta take the good with the bad these are really your broke best friends you feel yeah. what i'm saying like there's certain things it is best friend. you, you wouldn't be able I'm to do like cousins everything homie God, love friend. everything okay i'm homie married yeah. Friend. <laughs> yeah yeah those are, those are broke best yeah, friends like, you could, i was you single could mothers that's run doing into physical you know running it up making sure your kids is good going to school making sure you don't miss no meals making sure that you're christmas healthy. you know you know feeding your child the word listen we are praying for the single mothers we have to keep the single mothers and prayer okay it's right. very and important single daddy because it's real daddy so single fathers listen we have to keep them in prayer because honestly birthing a child you need more than a village you need more everybody than a village. like everybody, everybody counts death. everybody that interacts with that child on a loving basis and a daily basis counts okay right. it counts pray, pray for, for the, the parents parent. especially for the parents that have to work at home virtually and do school and do school jesus okay sing the double prayer get on them knees we're gonna have to get on them knees and pray hard tonight okay pray hard right and jesus challenge 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 (laughs) or negative like they 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 don't understand how how much it is and they'd be like oh please you got a kid i go if that shit is a fucking lot. This that virtual shit is school a shit for a lot of a lot of single parents. I knew they had to quit their jobs because they like who is going to be home with my kid. Somebody almost got fired. We ain't gonna say no names, Brittany. But um, <laughs> yeah, we are not gonna go into that it's this woof. evening. It's woof out here. It's woof. Mm-hmm. Well, we it's gonna woof. go ahead and get out of here. Challenge, challenge, challenge again. Drink it up. Drink it up. Drink it up. (laughs) And we will see y'all next week on another episode of Let Us Sip. Thank you for listening to Let Us Sip. Please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. And if you like what you heard, leave us a comment. If you feel like we can do better, leave us a comment too. But be respectful. We read everything and only want to grow. So thanks again for your love and support. And we will see you next week.